the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The lovely Jeffy. Oh, I love him. Look at him. Mm -hmm. That's there why he I give is. a big hug sometimes. I just can't help myself. Go, go give oh, him a hug. Here, no, one uh, go give come him one. No, Don't fight it. No, go ahead. Give just, it to him. What is this? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you want me to... No, no come okay. on now. <laughs> you know, you brought it no, up. No, come no, on. Go give him a no, hug. No, there's, yeah, there's things you think about and there's things you do. And they're very different at times. Huh. Very different. Not for you, Jeffy. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Today should be the, the intersection of the things you think about and the things you do. Come on. No, I don't want to talk Come on. Uh, I don't want big to Big kiss contact. on the cheekies. Mm. Come uh, here, baby. Of course, the big story today, obviously, is uh, the start of BYU fall camp. Um, it's not, I don't see it here on the press. We haven't stopped yeah. talking about it. It's been Why, all over the news. Well, because it went without saying obviously so they, that, that when we have this a big story they just don't put it in because it goes without yeah because they knew they knew yeah they it just went without saying <laughs> I yeah I understand yeah. that way of prepping a show so, but uh hey portland state in one month portland state <laughs> okay now is that a college or it is okay all right okay it uh -huh. is uh it's a little tune-up before lsu the following mm -hmm. week. Yeah. it is a little yeah a little tune-up uh the LSU coach, by the way, mm -hmm. has been sounding off about, uh, I don't know, somebody asked him about their preparation for the game, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do four weeks of scrimmages, and then uh, BYU will be our fifth week. Oh! And they're like, uh, are you saying they're like a scrimmage game really? for you guys? And he says, oh, well, uh, no, I didn't mean it that way. I'm just being, we're just preparing for them the same way we prepare, you know, the weeks before, and and, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for BYU. They've got 25, 26, 27-year-olds. Oh, my gosh. And uh, they'll be bringing their four-year-old sons to the game. What a, what a freaking dude. I could not douche. believe he said that. He did, yeah. By the way, not one single 25 or 26-year-old on the BYU, on BYU's team this year. But, well, but what about the four-year-old kids? They're and there. I doubt that very many of those guys have four-year-olds. Uh, Actually, the average age of BYU is 22.5, and the average age of LSU's players is 21.5. They're an entire year older. Plus, they spent two years away from the game preaching the word of uh, Mormonism mm -hmm. uh, uh, somewhere and weren't playing football at all for two years. Tell me that helps. 
Intriguing uh, thing here is that actually the start of the show has become about the BYU fall practice beginning. Hasn't it, though? Um, yes, Hasn't it, though? You've actually successfully Sorry. done... That's a little agonizing, I, though, the LSU goes. Oh, that kind of agonized. What a douchebag. It's again, like, oh, let me make an excuse in case we lose. Yeah. In case I know, our season right? starts off... A little, we well, they're, say 28, they're, they're 28-year-old grown men. Okay. Your 400-pound linemen are grown men <laughs> in the SEC? Right. Jeez. Well, if you looked at Jeffy when he was only 400 pounds, you would say he was not fully grown. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of them married don't have to worry about curfew. They'll have four-year-old sons walking into the uh-huh. game. Have a lot of respect uh-huh. for them. He yeah, sounds like right it, doesn't it? His face, yeah, he, that is yeah. douche. That's we need to beat them by 30 that points. That is douchville. Uh, uh, all right. Speaking of douchville, let's go to Washington, D.C. Let's do it. Uh, where, where there's no douches, right? These are, these are all just great people who are trying to people. do the best for America. Um, I uh, missed a little bit of the show today, um, and I heard you talking a little bit about the transgender uh, issue. Yeah, uh, on the program, um, and I, I did miss a little bit, not as much as obviously Jeffy missed of this show yesterday when he walked in late uh, during the theme song and barely even. <laughs> we went over to introduce him; he wasn't even standing there. It was embarrassing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, so it was not that bad, but I did miss a little bit of the show. And I know you were talking about uh, the transgender issue. Did you guys talk about how this kind of went down? Apparently. I'm fascinated by this. Well, it sounds like he didn't even, I mean, they may have talked about it at one point, but nothing was apparently decided with the generals, and they su- he surprised them with it, right? Yeah, but first of all, he surprised the Pentagon uh, and all the branches of the military by banning transgender troops, if you may have uh, seen that. Um, what also is interesting is the, the genesis of why he did it, reportedly. So what, the budget bill was supposed to come through uh, the, the House, Mm-hmm. And they were having an issue with the budget bill in that some people wanted um, the surgery for transgendered people to go from one gender to another to not be covered. The, the military should not be paying for, sur- for, for gender reassignment surgery. And they wanted to put that into the budget. Mm-hmm. And so they couldn't get it in there because, the, you know, sort of the moderates were saying no and the conservatives were saying, you know, we cannot pay for this. It's ridiculous. So they said they went for help to the president. And what the president did was tweet that all transgender troops were banned. Now, that is not even what they were asking for. They were not asking for them to be banned. They were asking to not pay for the surgery while they were on active duty to say, like, come on, we can't be paying for your surgery. If this is going to be something that you have to do, okay, but we can't pay for it. Instead, Mm. he banned of, in any capacity, all transgendered people from being involved in the military at all, which was not even what any of the people were asking for. And, of course, didn't tell anybody in the Pentagon. Now, since then, the, the people have come out, uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff have come out and said, look, I mean, no. I mean, like, this isn't happening until he, I don't know, sends us an official, or he can't do it over Twitter. He's got to at least come to us in some Wait, official way. you can't way. just tweet out policy? Official policy. No. And it's in place? Oh. You know, shockingly, that's even worse than like the, the hmm. typical dictator would do, right? The dictator would at least come up with an official order to boss everybody around. What could He's be more official it. than a tweet? <laughs> I guess, what? I guess nothing. Not There's a nation world. that did their constitution over Twitter. So <laughs> it's good will. enough for Iceland, by golly. <laughs> well, that used to not be the case. <laughs> it used to not be the case if it's good enough for Iceland, it's good enough for us. That was not what we believed. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that used to not be the case. But Donald but Trump, our president, who's not a politician, mm-hmm. uh, by the way. That's what uh, we like about him. He's not a politician. Right. That's right. That's what we like so, about him, hmm. that he can tweet out po- policy over Twitter. Right. And then it's just in place. Thank you.
<laughs> it moves was, things along. So it was someone tweeted, you're, you're, th- th- these are just the new fireside chats. That's all. It's the two, uh, 2017. Well, okay. if, if the fireside ah. chats included insane dictates of policy, <laughs> uh, again, like I, you could disagree or agree with his, his ruling on this. It's just that's not how you do it, <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. there has to be, and, and, and to the point of, it's not even becoming policy because he's just doing it on Twitter. And maybe that's mm. the point, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't actually want this to be policy or doesn't want it to be, um, you know, he, it was not his point to make it actually official policy. He just wants to stir it up. And again, I will say this. I've advocated for this plan before from the House side, from the House and Senate side. When you got a big policy going on, you know what your best friend is? Donald Trump. Let him tweet about whatever the hell he wants for the two days while you're voting on it. And you've got cover. Remember when uh, Obamacare was going on? These senators, these congressmen were being protested out in front of their offices every day. It was the biggest story in the world. Every day you saw, uh, you know, you saw these images. With this, you're seeing nothing. Why? Because they're worried about Donald Trump's latest tweet. And I will say, I listened to the news last night. First story, transgendered in the military. Second story, uh, uh, the conflict between Reince Priebus and uh, Anthony Scaramucci. Third story, the conflict between Donald Trump and Jeff Sessions. Fourth story, oh, by the way, health care bill. I mean, mm. it, these senators and congressmen Perfect have time. never had a better opportunity to pass whatever the hell they want because yeah. no one's going to notice. Perfect time to of repeal and, re- and replace. They still can't do it. They're, just, um, they're not obviously. going to. Uh, it's, kind of a, it's an amazing thing to watch. Can we do some of the Scaramucci thing here? We have some of the audio um, from the interview that happened today. So let me give you this backstory of this because if you were not up late last night, you did not see this unfold in real time. And it was absolutely amazing to watch. <laughs> so out of nowhere, Anthony Scaramucci... Um, the new uh, White House um, press, uh, what is it, communications director? This is his official title. He tweets something. To the, do we have the, I don't know if we have the tweets or not, because um, we, we asked for this kind of sort of last minute. But basically, I'll give you the gist of the tweet. It said, hey, uh, I, you know, my financial disclosures have been leaked. It's a felony. I'm calling the FBI. I'm calling the Department of Justice. Uh, and, uh, and then at the end, he just tagged, without comment, Reince Priebus. So everyone's like, wait a minute, is he saying Reince Priebus, like, leaked this to the press? So uh, Scaramucci gets on the phone with a reporter, Ryan Lizza, uh, and he, he asks him, hey, are you saying you're blaming Reince Priebus for this leak? Scaramucci apparently says yes. So Lizza goes on, on, on Twitter and says, uh, by the way, in case you were thinking this might be, uh, you couldn't really tell where this was going, yes, Scaramucci is blaming Reince Priebus for the leaks. Uh, someone asked him, are you sure? Yes. He talks to the guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes out and says it. So, and you think at that point, he, he says it to you, so you think he wants it out there. So that happens. About 10 minutes later, this is all at like 11 or 12 o'clock last night. 10 minutes later, it comes out that it wasn't leaked at all. It's a financial disclosure that is publicly available to anyone who asks for it. So Politico, who wrote the story that, uh, that they were complaining about, had just asked for the disclosure and wrote a story about it. It wasn't leaked at all. It was publicly available to anyone who asked for it. So, Scaramucci deletes the tweet and then says, uh, you guys are saying that this is about rights previous. I said he was uh, leaking this. You're wrong. I was saying he was helping me with leaks. <laughs> the exact opposite story. I, is there anybody in the administration, anybody around Donald Trump, who can tell the truth once, even once? It seems I mean, just to be once. an allergy. I, it's legitimately allergic God. to it. And I don't, I don't even mean they, it like... They have to literally lie about 
everything. everything. He, and, and the most fascinating part about it is, is even when it doesn't benefit them, it's not. These aren't even lies to prove a point. These are just lies because they reflexively lie. Yeah, it's so bizarre. So in mm. the morning, there's a big controversy, right? Uh, Ryan Lissa's on CNN. They're asking him, "Hey, you said that he said this." And, Brian Lissa says, yeah, he did. He told me that it, that was what he was doing. He was blaming Ryan's previous for this leak. So Scaramucci sees the interview going on and calls in to the live show. Here is part As of what happened. from the Italian expression, the fish stinks from the head down. But I can tell you two fish that don't stink, okay? And that's me and the president. I huh? don't like the activity that's going on in the White House. I don't like what they're doing to my friend. I don't like what they're doing to the president of the United States or their fellow colleagues in the West Wing. Now, if you want to talk about the chief of staff, we have had odds. We have had differences. When I said we were brothers from the, uh, from the podium, that's because we're rough on each other. Some brothers are like Cain and Abel. Other brothers can fight with each other and then okay. get along. I don't know if this is repairable or not. That will be up to the president. But he's the chief of staff. He's responsible for understanding and uncovering and helping me do that inside the White House, which is why I put that tweet out last night. When the journalists who actually know who the leakers are, like Ryan Lizard, they know the leakers. Jonathan Swain at Axio, these guys know who the leakers are. I respect them for not telling me because I understand and respect journalistic integrity. However, when I put out a tweet and I put Reince's name in the tweet, they're all making the assumption that it's him because journalists know who the leakers are. So if Reince wants to explain that he's not a leaker, let him do that. I mean, first of all, uh, we're, we're brothers like Cain and Abel. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that uh, didn't turn out well. No. Uh, and so, I mean, I think obviously they're, they're trying to get Reince to quit, which, I mean, you know, it's not... I mean, it's not like I have any affinity for. Rights you know what's freedoms. great though is that Donald Trump surrounds himself with the best people. He's he's gonna. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you don't like Donald Trump himself, and I know you've had your issues, right? You've had yeah, mm-hmm. you've both had your concerns yeah. a little. What I'm trying to tell both of you, okay. because you're so irrational and unreasonable, and because you're turncoats. You know what I mean? Okay. Because you've changed. I've changed. You've turned. Because I'm saying the same thing. Yeah, you, you've, you've become, I don't know, liberals, Democrats, what are you, socialists? I don't know what you are, but you're bad people now. Okay. Um, what I'm trying, what I've been what? trying so hard to say to you yes. is that even if you don't like him, fine, good, don't worry about that because he hires the best people. Oh, good. Like Scaramooch, will you do the Fandango? Mm-hmm. Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. Me, Galileo. But anyway, mm-hmm. he's got that guy. He's got Reigns Priebus, g- great guy. I mean, he, he had Sean to... Spicer, mm-hmm. not wonderful. there anymore, but wonderful. Mm-hmm. So he's got the is... Attorney General. Who, you know, Jeff Sessions doesn't get any better than that well, until he hate, now. Well, he hates him. I mean, he hates but, him now, yeah. but he was the best person and the best people for a while. So, I mean, he really is draining the swamp. He's draining the swamp. Right. That's what he's doing. Now, they were pissed off about a leak, <laughs> by the way. These are the worst uh, people to amazing. ever gather together they and pissed, try to run a country. They were pissed off by, a, uh, by, by the leak. And, well, this country. I, could, I better specify this country. Mm-hmm. Worst group of people to ever run this country. Is that safe to say? It is unbelievable at this point. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. Uh, so they, the leak they were pissed off about was a dinner. Mm-hmm. They were having dinner with uh, Sean Hannity uh, and Kimberly Guilfoyle. 
and um, what's when his was face? this? Bill Shine, from formerly from Fox. So this is a while ago. No, or? this is last night. Last night, along with Trump and uh, Scaramouche. Okay. Uh, and uh, so anyway, so I they, thought they were who? Okay, now who's they <laughs> having dinner with these guys? Who? Uh, Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, and uh, the president was having dinner and with Scaramucci. Um, they were all having dinner together. Um, with Kimberly night. Guilfoyle, who I thought he was really pissed at. I, but that was the rumor. And Sean okay. Hannity. And Sean Hannity. And so, Bill Shine. So he tweets this out wow. about Reince leaking it. And, uh, and we, you know, we we're going to call the Department of Justice or the FBI on the guy. Which, by the way, the Department of Justice is Jeff Sessions, who they say is terrible. And the FBI is the guy they say got all the money from Clinton. So why terrible. they would want to call either one of those who you're saying, both of them they're saying are terrible publicly. Why you would call either one, I have no idea. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> see, that's exactly the kind of talk that Pat was just talking it's about. I mean, I don't want, right. I'm on board You're with right. you. Yes. But I'm just saying that's exactly the kind of thing that's, he was just uh, talking uh, about. Being disloyal yet again. Um, but here's the thing: was so they so they they leak that. Then Sean Hannity tweets, "Good," about them calling on rights. So obviously, like he's in the meeting. He's the guy. Like they obviously um, thought it was him. Then they find out that that wasn't even a public leak. I mean, it's just a cluster. We have another clip from the interview from this morning, which, by the way, he called on the live pro, uh, television and, and stayed on for a half there? an hour with Was Chris the reporter Cuomo. not there? Lizza? Yeah. He was there on the show at some point. I don't know if he was present so for he that wasn't interview. So he was here for this because that would have been great. Oh, yeah. Because the say. reporter could have said, well, I, it's because you said, you right. confirmed it was about rights. And, and this is the second time Scaramucci's had the same oh, problem. Man. He said to Politico, he, he leaked information. He told Politico something on the record. And then complained about it being leaked. But he told it to them on the record. You know what's being leaked is a lot of douchiness out of all these guys. Mm. This guy's another douche. Mm. Look at him. I mean, look at him. Is that, that's how we... He oozes douchiness. I mean, look, as, a, as a part curator of the Douche Hall of Fame, I do not <laughs> respect uh, the, the standard that you can look at someone and identify they're douchey. This guy, no, you can't. Okay. No. Look and listen. I, I mean, Look and listen. It, but I don't think that Pat is saying that they're douche Hall of Fame. No, no. Words. I'm not oh, saying okay, Hall okay. of Fame. I'm just you saying misunderstand. Douche. Yeah. I did. I did. They're just, it's just as part of his uh, expertise in leakages, he realizes mm -hmm. that. And it's leaking out of them. Yes. There's, mm -hmm. It's oozing. It happens. It's leakages. Oozing. I mean, right. you're, you're an expert. Um, yes. So, Let's hear it. Uh, here's, what, is he, uh, what else does here's he have to say? Here's another clip from the CNN interview. A very, very good idea of who the leakers are, who the senior leakers are in the White House. We'll get to that in a second. What I also want to say is that we are working together, the president and myself and other members of his team in law enforcement, to undercut, undercut and undercover or, or out, if you will, the leakers in the entire country. Uh, as the president would say in his own words, the White House leakers are small potatoes. I'll, I'll talk to you about a few leaks that happened last night that I find reprehensible. But the White House leaks are small potatoes relative to things that are going on with leaking things about Syria or North Korea or leaking things about Iraq. Uh, those are the types of leaks that are so treasonous that 150 years ago people would have actually been hung for those types of leaks. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so, wow. I mean, pretty dramatic stuff. And, uh, you know, CNN uh, gets... Uh, Guy's been doing this for, what, three days? Yeah. I, and we, already, man. A lot of stuff going on, man. It's been rocky. It's been a rocky first week. Um, I will say it's funny to see Chris Cuomo and him go back and forth because they both act like Italian sort of goombas. 
You know what I mean? And they go back and mm-hmm. forth with all their like Italian references, uh, and and they act like they're mobsters when they're not. Uh, they're they're actually uh, highly paid uh, media celebrities. Um, well, yeah, we now know that he made nine and a half million dollars last year. Scaramucci, nine and a half million dollars. Jeffy, is that pretty above, good pay. Above or below your your income last year? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry to say, it's above. Really? Is it just slightly though, or or? Uh, well, I mean, well. It's- <laughs> You're not going to give away your exact. You don't want to give away the scale, the magnitude of. That's a magnitude, all right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, nine and I think uh, the top point one, point zero one percent of earners is about nine point one million. Um, so not the point, not the top one percent, not the top point one percent, but the top point zero one percent is about. We looked this up for some other reason. About nine point one million dollars. So one one hundredth of a percent. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a good gig. I mean, yeah, he definitely tries to be Mr. New Yorker, though. Uh, you know, well, I, mean, that I don't was think his, they're yeah. I think they, they just I mean, are. That was he his deal is. with what he talked about uh, yeah, on he, Fox yesterday, I think. Not just this is. morning. But that, that audio was from uh, this morning, right, that he called in. Because he was on Fox and Friends where he talked about uh, the right thing to do is stand by side by side with the president. He talked about he tried to imagine, imagine you're a football coach in a locker room. You think you're going to get chewed a little bit? To me, that's a classic New Yorker letting you know how you feel. What I don't like about Washington is that people don't let you know how they feel. They're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete and stab you in the back. I'm a Wall Street guy. I'm more of a front-stabbing person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I think we can both relate to this, Pat, because we always tell Jeffy exactly how we feel about him. True. Um, We never Mm -hmm. hold back at all. We always just make sure Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, you are fully fully aware of how we feel. And what I love about this is that these guys are proud of it, too. They're, they're proud of oh, yeah. shiving people, front or back. I, it doesn't matter. They Strange. just like they like the battle. They like to fight. I will so. say that this guy does seem to match the Trump persona. Yeah, oh, man, does he? Doesn't he, though? He does. He, he matches the attitude of what uh-huh. it seems to be. Like, I can see Donald Trump sitting back watching a half an hour of him with Chris Cuomo and cheering it on. Absolutely. Thinking it's a great idea. And you know what? Again, if you're in the House, mm-hmm. if you're in the Senate, and we know plenty of people uh, in the House and the Senate who watch this network, what a great opportunity to pass something. This guy is giving you cover over legislation because no one cares about legislation in the media anymore. No one cares about it. So you have a free pass from the media uh, to go and pass something, I don't know, really conservative right now. You could get away with pretty much anything. And, you know, I don't know if that's the best way to run a country, but you got to deal, you know, deal with the uh, cards you're dealt. And you're dealt. uh, This is a a gigantic favor from the president of the United States. He is taking all of the fire from the media. You can do you have cover. You can do whatever you want. And you're going to be the fourth or fifth story in the newscast every night. (laughs) So glorify in this. You've never had this before. If you hadn't like let's put it another way. If Mike Pence was president right now, you would have this. They, people would be focusing on the minuscule details of your health care bill. They would be saying mm. what person with a rash in Ohio would no longer be able to get the cream for it. That's the story. The lead story on every newscast would be all about rash cream. Instead, it's like the 97th story. They haven't even looked at the bill. They don't even know what it is. They're not even asking what it is. They don't care. They don't care. The only thing they're even promoting is, oh, 16 million people will be uh, thrown off of health insurance. No, they won't. I mean, that is not what is going to happen. It is not what the CBO is saying. But beyond that, it's such a dead data point that no one's even talking about it. 
You have this freewheeling ability to do anything you want right now, and you're still passing the worst bills possible. You might as well go for it now. You have that incredible opportunity. And while this is not how I would design it, Donald Trump has literally no opinion about what you pass. He doesn't care. He'll sign anything. Mm -hmm. Give him something conservative. He'll sign it. Stu, this is exactly why I led with BYU football today, because I hate all of that. I hate it. (laughs) <laughs> well, me, well, how about this? We'll come back on the other side, uh-huh. and we'll tell you about the new tax increase on the wealthy that the Republicans are pitching. Yeah, uh, That'll get you there. That'll get you to the happy place, I think. <laughs> I think finally you'll get there. You know, if you're concerned about this stuff, and you're concerned about the state of uh, the country, and where we are, how and where you, we're going, and what you, may though? happen. How could you? you know, it may, maybe nothing disastrous will even happen, but there are some... You know, uh, weather events that crop up from time to time. There are job situations that crop up and you want to be prepared for whatever comes your way. You want to be self-reliant. You want to protect yourself and your family uh, without having to depend on the government for your food. Well, you know, beyond the headlines, beyond the tweeting, beyond the even health care, there are really important things going on, like, for example, a sanctions bill that was passed on three countries, three of the most dangerous countries on Earth, Russia, North Korea and Iran. Mm-hmm. It passed 416 to 3. This is Wow. These people who know what's going on, uh, when it comes down to this sort of stuff, they, they realize the threats are real. And if one of these countries decides to do something crazy, which we all know they're capable of, you're going to deal with, I mean, at the very least, uh, a food chain uh, interruption. interruption or, mm-hmm. or huge price increases. Yeah. Um, because, the, you know, the world gets to a state of war and freaking out like that. You know, with your energy prices, all these things go mm-hmm. haywire. You need to be prepared. Uh, My Patriot Supply does this really well. 102 servings of survival food for only $99, and it's ship free. And it's such a great, it's such a, it's a, it's great food. It's a great deal. It stores super easy. You get breakfast, lunch, dinner, including the new Southwest savory rice and all their other really good recipes. Lasts up to 25 years in storage. It, it doesn't spoil and it doesn't get bull weevils. Just call them today. 888-411-5290, 888-411-5290, or preparewiththeblaze.com. That's preparewiththeblaze.com. Welcome back. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. So, uh, yeah, look. You, you, it's great to have conservatives in office. Finally. Is that where you're going? That says that is it's exactly where It's great to have going. Republican conservatives in office and bring back all the conservative principles and ideals. Mm-hmm. Holy Huge. cow, that's great. Amen. Like, you know, tax increases on the rich. Oh. How long have we been screaming about that conservative ideal? Oh, How my long? Gosh. Uh, uh, We've been begging them, raise taxes on the rich. You know what I've been saying? Too much income inequality. What I've been saying is at some point you've earned enough money. Thank you. You know, uh, that's if not you the way say I put it. it. Uh, with the, the uh, at some point I've earned enough money. Money. I've learned, you've earned enough money. And that's, just, that's a good point. Don't Stu. you agree, Jeffy? Because, you know, these, like, look, the rich don't need this money. They, they don't, don't need, need it. it. We want to help people. In fact, I think what I hear from them, from the wealthy people, is that they want their taxes raised. They, they want that to happen because they don't mind paying more. Even fact, if they, they don't, tough. Yeah, They've made too I much. I mean, yes, it doesn't matter because they're all godless animals. So who cares Thank what you. they think? But 
here's the thing. Mm -hmm. They want their taxes raised, and it's the right thing to do. Let's finally do what Steve Bannon wants to do. and Raise taxes from 39.5 to 44%. Good. I mean, look, we they should at least be 44%. Good. Uh, at least. Uh, maybe, I, look, I think he's undercutting it here. You know, I think Sick it should of be. Here. No, we let, paid too much already. Let me, let me give you a number: two hundred percent. I'm just gonna throw it out there: two hundred percent of their money. <laughs> if you earn, uh, uh, you know, ten million dollars, you should pay twenty million in taxes. That's all. I mean, it's not. It's, is that a create? Do you really need all that money? No, no, you don't. You don't need any of it. No. In fact, you need less of the money that you have saved. Do you um, know that if you make a million dollars, this tax wouldn't apply to you? But if you made a million dollars and your tax at just forty-four percent. You still get to keep over six hundred thousand dollars. No, no, almost, less than six hundred, like five hundred and fifty-six million dollars. Nobody needs that. Thousand I'll tell you that. Five hundred fifty-six thousand. Who needs that? Uh, you're still it. rich. Nobody needs. Nobody needs. You're still needs rich. It. Yes, thank you, Jeffy. Thank you. And then you're as a guy who if you makes can keep almost a year. half of your money. Yeah. Um, so this is wow. a More real proposal. Half, it's something. Friend. Uh, that Bannon uh, is, you know, reportedly been leaking to the press to get his name attached to it. Um, he wants to be known as the guy who's pushing for a higher tax rate. Again, this is the guy who ran Breitbart.com until very recently. So remember that when you read stories from Breitbart.com, this is this is the guy. He wants higher taxes. These are the uh, conservative principles he has. Yes. Now, so, so. let me put that aside because to me, horrible idea. It taxes is. should be lowered for everyone. You know my stance on this. But now let's. Let's step out of that world for a minute. Let me go one step further. Okay, then. sure, okay. Not only should it be lower than, than, uh, than, uh, than it is now mm -hmm. for everybody, yep. we should all pay the same rate. Yes, it should be flat. There, we should all pay the same rate. It's Not a, this progressive, communist, the more you make, the more you pay thing, yeah, percentage. Because well, even when, if it, when it's 10%, the rich still pay more yeah. than those who make... The amazing thing about percentages, Pat, is that's exactly what they're designed to do. Yeah. When you, yeah. the larger m amount of money will uh, will garner a larger amount of taxes. Um, that is actually how percentages work. Um, as the money increases, the tax would increase. It's really mm -hmm. interesting how that does happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, you know, this is the system that we have, and and it doesn't seem like there's anything bold coming out of the White House on oh this. Oh my right? gosh, no. With the exception of this. You're, a Republican raising rates on the rich is news, right? Big news. Um, we don't know if they're going to adopt this yet. It's just being floated by Bannon out there um, as an idea. So let me say that I think it's a terrible idea, the wrong principle, a horrible thing for conservatives to be or Republicans to be aligned with. Bad, 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 bad. Mm -hmm. Now, let me take that hat off and put on the hat of, 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 a, of just pure politics. And this is what I think. Just strategy. Just strategy what Bannon is doing here, and I think this is what he's trying to do, is... Has he said know, this or... No. Um, okay. We all know that every time you cut taxes for everybody, they just say it's a tax cut for the rich. Mm -hmm. This would give Trump the opportunity to say, you know what, actually we're raising taxes on the, on the rich. Now, what's amazing about this is they're talking about taxes, um, income of $5 million a year or more. So this is why I looked up that number earlier. Uh, what is the top... 1%. The top 1% of earners um, is uh, $500,000 or so, top 1%. The top 0.1%, so the top tenth of a percent of earners, is about $1.9 million a year. You still have not faced this tax at all. The top 0.01% of earners, okay? So now you're at the top 100th of a percent of earners is about $9 million a year. So this rate would start to kick in at about 
the top 0.05% of earners. Five out of every, right? Like, you're not talking about it. This is not an easy mm-hmm. thing here. You're talking about, you know, 10,000. Like, this is not a, a big number of people. I'm trying to think of, is it 10,000 people? Is it 20,000 people? It's not a lot of people that are earning $5 million a year. And that's why, strategically, it's smart. You're saying to people, you know what? We're raising taxes on the wealthy. You'll always have that talking point. In addition to that, you're raising taxes on almost no one. Okay, you're raising taxes only on the 0.05% of people, the top uh, earners in, in the country. I still think it's wrong. It's a terrible principle. It's an awful thing for Republicans to be associated with. It, it, it defeats many of the things that we believe. Um, however, you're going to hit such a small percentage of that, you're going to get a lot of people who are making $2 million a year that are like, who cares? In addition to this, depending on what they do with the other rates, let's say you take the 39.6% rate that they have now. And you lower that to 35, which is where it was under uh, parts of Bush and parts of Obama. Okay, so 35% is not low. If you do that, the uh, the time when the taxes will be raised will not be five million dollars, but it'll be more like ten million dollars because you'll lower the rate on the on the dollars earlier. It's you know the way that works is you pay the rate. Every person who makes $100 million a year pays the same rate for the first 30000 as everybody else who makes $30,000 a year. So mm-hmm. you, the rate only gets higher as it goes up in the bracket. Point being that you're going to hit less than 0.01% of, the, of, of taxpayers with this. And really, they only start paying that rate when you get to $5 million. So, I mean, it's going to be $10 or million or more probably before it actually kicks in. The idea is that you're going to basically have the talking point with almost no cost to almost everybody. Um, and Trump can say, well, look, it's going to hit me. You know, I'm raising taxes on people like me. It's a good talking point. It worked for Trump in the, in the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would, it would be successful at some level here. Now, there's going to be lots of charts that are going to show it's ridiculous because I just explained to you. I mean, we're talking about almost nobody, right? I mean, almost nobody would pay this with it looks this like tax. it's about 33,000 people. 33,000 people. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot. It's not. Um, and, you it's know, it, it is all people, obviously, who have lots of money anyway. Um, you're not going to be, uh, you know, putting anybody uh, into, in, into Medicaid with these particular uh, policies. Mm-hmm. I still think they're terrible. These are job creators. And regardless of that, it's their freaking money. They earned it. I don't care if they mm-hmm. decide to light it all on fire. It's not yours to take. Okay? Well, that's right. Uh, and that is something that is very right. difficult for the government to understand because they see it as their money they're allowing you to keep some of. Yes, uh, where in reality, and this is why I still oppose it, even <sighs> though I do think it's a very smart political play, uh, even though uh, I, 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 because it's a smart play, I still oppose it. Uh, be, and, and, and this is probably a policy that would benefit, you know, schlubs like us who don't make anywhere near that money. Um, because they will be lowering rates uh, a lot lower than that. I don't care. It's still the wrong policy. If, if Bill Gates or, or uh, Jeff Bezos, who's now the richest man in the world, apparently, um, wants to take all of his money and light it on fire and, th- you know, uh, and, and throw it at posters of starving children, he can do that because you know what? It's his. It's not yours. It's not the government's to take. Mm-hmm. However, strategically, this could be very, be very smart. Because it probably it'll make would it be an like, advantage for them, strategically. Because yeah. everybody will be screaming about the, are you right? and then they, can, they have that to fall back on. So, but I know. still don't think they should do it. I mean, clearly. No, I don't either. More Pat and Stu coming up. It's like Jeffy makes $100 million a year. He shouldn't pay a higher rate. Right, Jeffy? Right. Well, now I guess he makes $100 million? Well, he, his rate is zero because he doesn't actually pay taxes. So, oh. Um, it's all off the books. 
Hi. <sighs> Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven back. Uh Jeff Sessions is on uh, Fox News tonight, right? Whose show is he on? Uh, I heard Tucker. Is that true, Jeffy? <clears throat> on Tucker Carlson. That'd be interesting. You know he's not going to bad mouth. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Thank Tucker you. didn't email me. Well, I, th- I thought you watched the internets during the show. Can you check it out, maybe? How about that? How about I was looking at something else. I'd be happy to check for you. Oh, well, thank you. I wonder what that something else was. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's on the dark web. I can tell you that. (laughs) I don't know if Tucker promotes his show on the dark web. No, he does not. No, he does not. Not safe for work. You know that much. (laughs) You know that much. Interview sessions. Yes. From El Salvador. There's going to be plenty of butt kissing with the president. And yep. it's too bad because, you know, that's not how he feels right now. He's pissed. And he should be. I, I don't blame him. But I don't blame him at all. He's just getting thrown out of the, under the bus for no reason. There's just no reason for this. I, uh, but I, I'm guessing he won't say any of that tonight. We'll see. Uh... Do we have a we have a movie trailer here? The Star. Oh yeah, this is a new one, right? It's uh, it's uh, now it pushes you into a. Is this the one uh, about the story of uh, of Jesus? I think it is. Yes. So this is push you into a very hmm. a questionable territory here, because really? a I'm very happy yeah. that they would try to tell the story. This is a cartoon. They try to tell a story oh. uh, of Jesus okay. in this way, right? right? Like that's a positive. However, done by Hollywood. We've seen it in the in the past. This does not always work out well. The Noah story went the Noah radically story awry. Not, it was not particularly. What was the other one? Oh, uh, was it Moses? Uh, yeah, there was yeah, Noah, yeah. and then yeah. mm-hmm. also. And of course, the, the biblical story of Evan Almighty. Um, which <laughs> yeah, that didn't go well at all. Didn't go well. Uh, Bruce yeah. was good, but I mean, Evan did not work out at all. <laughs> Evan so, sort of seems seemingly ended the career of Jim Carrey, kind of. Yeah, because he, he, he didn't wait, really he, do much of. Was at he all? After he wasn't in Evan Almighty, was he? No, because that was Steve Carell who actually oh. had a great career after Bruce Almighty. Oh, that's right. was, was actually pretty good, I thought. Bruce I mean, Almighty was, the was first that one. Was that Jim Carrey? That yes. one was okay. But I don't think that ended his career. All right. Anyway, we'll we'll argue about that in a moment. But first, here's the trailer to the Star. For centuries, one story has touched the lives of people across the world. This holiday season, you're invited to discover. The story of the first Christmas from an entirely new perspective. Hang on! Cyrus! Down I expected a left turn two deserts ago. These wise guys are lost. That's it. I'm fighting through the reins. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven and cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Huh? Young, Keegan-Michael Key, Gina Rodriguez, Zachary Levi, Kelly Clarkson, Patricia Heaton, Kristen Chenoweth, Tyler Perry, Tracy Morgan, and Oprah Winfrey. King Herod is up to something. Mary, you're in danger. You need to listen to what I'm about to say extremely carefully. Do you want a belly rub? Oh. A star. <laughs> you jump out and create a distraction. There's something seriously wrong with those animals. I mean, that's a big lineup. Yeah. That's a power lineup, man. A new Christmas song from Mariah Carey. Now. Wow. 
I will say, putting mm. Tracy Morgan in a Jesus story does not sound promising. Uh, <laughs> that's not, that does not sound promising to me. However, Patricia Heaton, mm-hmm. do you think maybe she wouldn't do it if it was uh, a story that was not told, at least with... I mean, obviously, it's a kid's movie, so they're going to be the, the comedy's going to be built in there, talking animals and, and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, is it good if, if it's an entertaining thing that kind of gives you the general gist? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I, 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 we'll have to see. Because <laughs> maybe it will be. We'll have to see. I mean, y- you do run the risk of being irreverent at least. Yeah, definitely. Blasphemous at most. Yeah. Uh, and just telling, you know, mangling the story. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll go into it with an open mind. What is and it? Uh, Exodus with the dancing bird? Which one is it? Uh, Genesis? It's one of those books. Leviticus. It's Leviticus. Leviticus has the dancing bird where they put the... No? <laughs> not... And the talking camels. The, the talking right? Yeah, we're well, we're it supposed like it? to take a left turn to Deuteronomy. To it's Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. That's yeah, Deuteronomy. It. All right, more Pat and Stu. We got the uh, wonderful Jeffy the, segment. Oh. To, to look Deuteronomy has dancing birds? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and camels. It shakes its booty. The talk. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's a big, it's, it's a nice yeah. part of that book, yeah, yeah. if I remember correctly. Huh. Mm-hmm. There's a psalm about it later on, too. Well, there's a couple of a couple of things that are congratul need to be uh, congratulated. Sean Spicer, Dancing with Stars wants him. He's got nothing else going on. Let's have Sean on Dancing with Stars. Should be fun. Has he, he should said be able yes? to. No, oh. he has not responded. He's not gonna. Uh, I doubt that he that. will. Although, do you we know, did have Rick Perry? Do you know they've asked Glenn to be on that like four times? Can you imagine the disaster oh that would God. be? That would be Glenn fun. Glenn Beck trying to dance he on should, Dancing with the Stars. He should do, totally do it. <laughs> Absolutely. He should I don't know if his career survives that. that. I don't know if it survives. Yeah, but what? think of how fun it would be to see him It would be die. fun. Oh, man. I mean, uh, oh, man. Him, his career dying in a, a flaming His career dance. would not die on Dancing with Stars. <laughs> yes, he would. Be, would. You know, it's interesting because Glenn is pretty artsy. Yeah. Uh, a surprisingly uh, artsy to most people. I mean, he is the 100th most important man in the world of art. Art, yeah. According <laughs> well, to Art At least in magazine. 2009 he was. Yes. So. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think that changes. I think his influence. I mean, maybe what is he, 101 now? I mean, he's right there. Uh, <laughs> or he could be 98 he could by be, now. I don't know. Yeah, he could um, be climbing the charts. Mm-hmm. However, uh, he has a lot of um, physical ailments. I would say is the yes. uh, way I would phrase that, yes. and I don't think dancing would work very well. <laughs> I, don't I think, think so. he would just crumble into like a mess of bone and and yeah. and, and flesh. Yeah, they do a lot of practicing and kind of working yeah. out for yeah. that yeah. thing. They sure do. It looks yeah. to be very hard for yeah. someone who's not in really good shape. Yeah, um, and I, I don't think it would fit him. And he, mm. by the way, I think he's turned it down every. Yes. I mean, he, I, it's not like I, they've asked and he said no, and they've asked and they said no, and mm-hmm. they've asked and he said no. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's breaking news. It'd be exciting news, to watch right. it, though. I mean, what yeah. else you have? Uh, we found out today Hillary Clinton's new book is going to be uh, out on the, in September. Uh, what happened? What happened? And I appreciate the uh, look. This is a quote from Hillary, which makes it even better. 
in the past uh, for reasons I try to explain. I've often felt I had to be careful in public, uh, like I was on a wire without a net. Um, now I'm letting my guard down. She is, she is so stilted. <laughs> she can't even confess with any, with any credibility. It is so like, You know there bad. is nothing in this book that doesn't Not, have gone through 50 lawyers. She doesn't know what guard down me. No, she really doesn't. And no. that is I, honestly a huge part of the reason she lost. Yes. And she hasn't she let her guard down at once in 60 years. Anyone. I don't think she connected to any Democrats, Mm-mm. let alone us. No. You know, I mean, she just was so unconvincing and anything other than stilted, stoic nonsense from her is... is and they got killed unexpected. the last time on her last book, so I'm not sure. I've been really scouring, trying to find out how much they paid her for this, and I can't find... I, I don't know what they, what the heck they paid her for this particular book, because the last time they gave her, you know, was reported 14 and maybe somewhere between 7 and 14 million for hard choices, which made nothing... Right, I mean, they didn't make it close to their money back. Well, now, is that, that the last no. one or the one before? Because hard I, choices is the last one, I think, right? Because there was one she released during the campaign that did nothing. I think there's a there's oh. a there is a difference there was, between a t- it will not make millions and millions of dollars or sell millions and millions of copies, but there's something about a looking back at the campaign no. tell all that will sell some copies. It's not going to be as big a disaster as the last one, I don't think. Still though, uh, anywhere over you know paying her what? Couple mil, maybe just maybe a couple million. Yeah, I mean, uh, and you know they I mean, paid her more than that. Can she make? Can you know she it. sell a million copies of that book? I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, I, they say that about four bucks a book is what an author typically like. It, you know, when you're a big author and you, like Hillary Clinton, and, and there's a bidding war, they'll pay you millions of dollars up front to get you to write it for them. Uh, but when you're just a, some schlub writing a book, basically they'll you'll have a they'll pay you about four bucks a book. Um, so if you sell, five, you know, to get to to get to Seven millions that you said, Jeffy? Yeah, I mean somewhere between seven. Yeah, between seven and fourteen million yeah. for the last one. You're I mean not, that's no, you're not you're not, no one's selling those. That and right, I mean down. her. Look, Bill got fifteen million. Right, yeah, but for Bill his sells memoir. books. I don't know that he for my life though. I mean, I don't know if he's without sold that pictures. Right. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bill sells more in a week probably than Hillary Clinton's last that run very sold well could completely. Be. Yeah, that I, very well could I, be. If I remember correctly. Her last book didn't sell more than I don't think it even sold a hundred thousand copies. I don't. I don't think it did because that I first week it, it was like thirty-eight or forty thousand yeah. or less, and then it dropped off. I so. don't know if she ever had a big week like that. Because I don't know. The last yeah, the one first though, week was, was thirty or was forty thousand. Basically, a collection of their policy positions. The, the, the hard. And you had her on your show, actually, didn't you, Stu? I did, yeah, and that was good. She, she, she read some excerpts from it. She was heftier than I remembered initially, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> And welcome. Pat and Stu and, uh, you know, Jeffy here, too. Are you, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't either. Now, are you trying to get on Dancing with the Stars now? <laughs> I mean, you've done some dancing on the show, on if, or at least on Wonderful World of Stu. You've done some dancing. I'm pretty... Uh, You're dressed up as Chris Chris. So light on your light feet. Pretty light on my feet. You know, look, being athletically so overweight, a yeah. lot of people don't expect <laughs> that from me. But <laughs> No, they don't. No, they don't. You're right about that. 
You're right about that. Okay. Uh, Okay. Can we talk about lift? Yes. If you want to. Taco mode. How do we not, how have we not tried this yet? This is a show that does spoons. Listen to this. Ride-sharing company, you know, the competitor to Uber. um, uh, And Taco Bell are teaming up to drive hungry passengers to the nearest Taco Bell for a free taco en route to their final destination. So you get in your car, you're on your, you get your lift, and they just bring you to Taco Bell and you get a free taco. What? Why? Because tacos. <laughs> That's what so they have some sort of arrangement with Taco yeah. Bell? Mm-hmm. That if, you, if, if you show up with a lift driver, then you get a free taco. A free taco. Uh, taco uh, mode will be enabled weird. from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who they're targeting there. You think it could be uh, people uh, leaving the bars? That's because they know if you're drunk... You know, and you're hungry, or you're stoned, and you got munchies. You got to go to Taco. Bell. You got to go to Taco Bell, and you're you're not gonna just get the free taco. You're gonna buy something else too. Jeffy, is there any drug in which Taco Bell is not the solution? <laughs> like of all the drugs you've tried, and you know, I don't think there is. <laughs> I don't think there is. I gotta say, I don't I, think there is. I haven't actually. done them all, but uh, I gotta believe. Uh, At some point during any inebriation. You, Taco Bell could solve it. You're going to want tacos yeah. or nachos. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or that double chalupa thing that we had. Oh. So good. That was <laughs> so good. Because of the shell being deep fried. <laughs> oh, oh, golly. Oh, oh man. Uh, I need to go there today. I'm just thinking that. Yeah. You know, we, yeah like, just we, enough time just before have, the thing we have to do. Yeah, we have some, because uh, <laughs> we've got some meetings today, but I mean, no one in the meeting is going to be like, wait a minute, did you guys go to Taco Bell after the show in between the meeting? Uh, no one's going to ask that. No, they're not. They're, you know what? Who but would ask that? If it's they asked question. it, the answer would be yes. Yes. Yes, <laughs> would be yes we did. Can That's, we move on? Yeah. You know what? Shut up. None of your beeswax. Okay. okay? This is, you know, people always say conservatives, uh, you know, are, uh, you know, liars. Not us. We'll tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. We went to Taco Bell before this meeting. <laughs> and screw you. I think it's a really good idea. The more I think about it, the more I love it. You've talked me I into love it. it. All right, we're doing it. Thank you, Lyft. See, this okay. is why Taco Bell does this. See? They get news coverage, and then people are mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what? I should go to Taco Bell today. And we're not even going to get the free... Uh... Oh, I don't care about that. And I, yeah. I, I actually, because you know, a lot of these uh, fast food restaurants uh, will do the thing where they give away, hey, it's free taco day, it's free ice cream cone day, free chicken sandwich right. day. I always avoid the places on those days because that's the day that there's a line that's three mm. times the normal size. Right. I'm more than willing to pay the $1.29 for your taco. Yeah. I, I just yeah. want it in my belly. Okay, yes. well, this is what you do. This is Jeff Fisher plan. Okay. If you want a free taco from Taco Bell, mm-hmm. walk in. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Yep, just uh, want to get my free taco. My Lyft driver's waiting on me. It's only between 9 p.m., though, and 2 a.m. They won't so. know. <laughs> they won't know. <laughs> I do feel like Jeffy is able to talk they fast food know. restaurants. It's probably. Him. I mean, he did it once. One time we sent, if you've missed this. It was the Chick-fil-A thing, right? The Chick-fil-A thing. They said if you dressed up like a cow and you go to Chick-fil-A, they will give you a free chicken sandwich. And we're like, hey, Jeffy's always dressed like a a cow. cow. He just looks like a cow. (laughs) So we just said Jeffy dressed normally. And he said, I'm dressed up like a cow. And what happened? He got free food. Yes, I did. (laughs) It actually did work. Yes, it did. Mm -hmm. Really funny. All right, the search is underway now for uh, Julio Jones's $100,000 earring in <laughs> Lake Lanier. The guy wore a $100,000 earring to the to the lake 
I, I mean, and he went on a jet ski come with on. it on. Now, was, yeah. I heard on ESPN last night um, that it was actually a price at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! Um, so over a hundred thousand um, dollars for it. And I don't know. I mean, aren't you? Are you at at the point where you're going after a hundred fifty thousand dollar earring? I mean. That's got to be expensive to do, right? Yes. So you're, you're probably putting another ten into it. Because he had to hire a dive team to mm-hmm. go look for it. And then if so. they find it, they're putting it in their pockets. So, uh, just so <laughs> no, you know. we didn't find that. I, no, gosh, mm-hmm. yeah, nothing at the bottom of the ocean where you could, or lake where you couldn't see. Uh, <laughs> so we didn't see anything down there. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, if you lose. I mean, you just give up, right? If you're Julio Jones, you're one of the highest paid wide receivers yeah. in the league. Yeah, you whatever. You give up on the $100,000 earring. You, you do. say, you know what? Mm-hmm. If someone finds it, good luck. Yeah. I shouldn't have worn it to jet ski. Yeah. And you and move on. You got to have that insured, too, right? You hope, you hope you do. Right? I mean, I think you'd have that insured. By the way, here's another uh, point in the story that we should bring up is you're an idiot if you buy a $100,000 earring. <laughs> There's something to that. Now, again, it's there your, is something to it's that. It's up to you. I said Jeff Bezos could mm-hmm. light his, his money on fire and throw it at posters of starving children if he wants to. You certainly can buy Absolutely. a $100,000 earring. I just feel like it's a dumb purchase. Am I, now, maybe, you know, I don't know. Like, if you're Melania Trump, you have a $100,000 earring. Maybe I can understand it. You're Julio Jones, and you're buying $100,000 earrings. Stop it. Is it earrings or earring? Uh, he lost one. I don't know if he's bought more than one. He only lost one. Okay. So he may have had two on and lost one, or maybe he was only wearing one. Did people still wear one? That was a thing in, like, the 80s, wasn't it? Did people still wear one earring? I, I, Anyone I, know? I thought so. What's the thing you're supposed to do now? Don't people wear two earrings now? Yeah. Men do? Because men, wear men two? never wore earrings. Then they Just started wearing one. one. Yeah. And it now I think they on, wore two. It had to be on the correct side. Yes, they're right. That was a thing at the time. Like yes, it, otherwise you were gay. Or right. That was the, right. I yes. think that was the thing people yes. said. Yes. Yes. If you wore it on one side, you were gay, and if you wore it on the other side, you weren't. Correct. I don't know how that happens, but again, we've learned a lot about gender over the years. Maybe that was a determining Correct. factor. Who knows? <laughs> so depending on what mood you were in, you, what ear you put it in. Anyway, go ahead. That's, not, that's really different from what I said. I'm sorry, go ahead. Your summaries sometimes are like the exact Quite opposite. revealing, aren't they? <laughs> they really Quite are. Revealing. So, uh, but I, so I don't know. Does anyone know how many he was wearing? Was he wearing more than one? No one knows. No, I don't know. No Nobody so knows that's are true. you allowed to wear one earring anymore? Is that a thing? Because I know not wearing them is a thing. Right? Mm-hmm. And I know wearing two is a thing. Definitely not wearing them has been a thing for me my entire life. Me too. Never yeah. worn an earring before. No. Jeffy, I feel like that you went through no, a... I cannot say that. I feel like you went through <laughs> really? a, a, a gold <laughs> hoop phase is what I think. One gold hoop. Uh, I cannot say that. You, you just, honestly just wore earrings? to you whatever mood I was in is depending <laughs> on what side I wore it. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know. That. Okay. All right. Well, you know, we all again. Okay. It's all about different tickets. Okay. Well, according to this story, it's a hundred and fifty thousand dollar yeah, earring. As, earring. As, as we earring. Heard, earring. Uh, yeah. Only That's, one. He only lost one. I don't know if it was one hundred fifty thousand dollar for one earring, and he has the other one still in his ear. That's, I think, the, the determining factor here. And by the way, if you missed uh, the $150,000 uh, earring uh, story when reported earlier in this segment on the show, that might have been uh, something you could maybe... I thought you said it was 100 between uh, a little over 100 And then I said, I've heard as high as 150000 Okay, well, there you go. Well, you're right. <laughs> I know. Okay, good for you, Stu. Thanks for being here today. I wish I, you know, I will say, I'm not even going to say it. 
so uh, do you think there's something to this uh, Chicago Cubs uh, baby boom story? I don't know. It kind of sounds stupid. I feel like all these baby boom stories, like, did you know when uh, uh, they said that about 9-11, didn't they? 9-11, people were home for five days. There's going to be babies born. And, and, and everyone just thinks when you're home for yeah. a few days, everybody has sex with each other. Supposedly uh, in Super Bowl cities when they win. That happens. But is that real? Yeah. I don't know. The big storms, the winter storm shut down. Right, that's the another one. Babies. They always yeah. say that. And, they, you know, no one bothers to check in nine months later. Well, apparently Chicago Tribune has. Uh, the uh, They've done, um, uh, they were saying because the Cubs, who were a, com- a complete disaster of a franchise for a good 107, 108 years, um, and finally won a championship last year, uh, a lot of people had sex that night. And we're expecting uh, the due dates between July and August uh, celebrating the World Series uh, win for the Cubs. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, Jeffy, have you even say how many people are? I mean, that's because it's not a real story, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's like, not. hold on, but put a reminder <laughs> in my phone for nine months to write that story about the baby boom, and then when you find one person who's due soon, yeah. and then you blame it on the Cubs. <laughs> Seems like there should be, though, a couple, right? A couple of Cubs oh, babies. I'm sure there are a couple, but there's always, I don't know, children seem to be conceived every day. I know. That's it seems a shame. to be, what? Okay. Uh, mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, what else did we have? There's another story I wanted to hit here before we go to commercial because we've got one coming up here. Uh, and I put it down. I said, hold on one second. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. You, you fan? Big fan? No. I'm not either. I don't. I don't. People seem to like her, and I don't know why, why exactly. I think because uh, they didn't like Spicer, and so they kind of latched onto her because she was the alternative, so they could still kill Spicer. Uh-huh. Now Spicer's just gone, and, and they have to pretend like they like her. I, I don't find her. She doesn't seem to be honest. She doesn't seem to answer a lot mm-hmm. of the questions that they're asked. Her style is grating to me mm-hmm. at, at, at best. Um, but, we, should have uh, played, we should have played that clip where she was reading, where the, her build up to reading the kids' the letter, letter yesterday. Yes. Oh. Holy cow. It was bad. I, Just bad. And now, I mean, they're trying to make the press conferences more personable and coming out, so we've got to have to read letters of kids writing in saying how great Trump is. Well, that's the Mooch, Holy right? Crap. Mooch is making a lot of these changes. He put, the, put them back on camera, first of all. Uh, and now he's trying to be, they're trying to make the press office more friendly, which is a good you know, one way to make the press office more friendly, is to go on television and attack everyone else in the administration constantly. Yeah. I think that's one way to do it, right? Right. Uh, you want to do that. Instead of attacking the press, you're attacking people that you work with. And apparently one of the reasons they stopped doing, <laughs> works. The, they stopped doing the, the conference on TV was because Spicer would get uh, bashed by Trump every time. Mm-hmm. Trump would tear him apart after every single uh, press conference. Why didn't you do this? Why'd you do that? Why'd you say this? Why'd you say that? And he got sick of it, so he stopped televising them. He stopped doing the televised ones and would just do a private little get-together so Trump wouldn't see it. Yeah, audio only. Yeah. They were doing them for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, Trump isn't, doesn't have the attention span to listen to a press conference. Right. You know, he doesn't even right. – probably just got away with it. Anyway, he, he got out of the administration because yes. of it. So. Um, uh, Data Perino uh, gave some advice for Sarah Huckabee Sanders as a former female uh, press secretary to another. She was good, by the way. Dana Perino was very good. Yeah. Um, as I said. She was yeah, one yeah. of the better ones that we've had since, uh, since I've followed politics closely. Yeah. She was balanced. She came off as honest, not an apologist for mm-hmm. administration, even though at some level you always are uh, in, in that role. I mean, I ex- you expect, I mean, look, Jay Carney lied constantly. 
um, you know, uh, to, was it Robert Gibbs? Wasn't he another one of the mm-hmm. guys? I mean, these guys were always constantly lying mm-hmm. uh, to the American people. But, you know, there's a level of credibility that I don't think Spicer hit, to be pr- frank. I don't think Sarah Huckabee Sanders hits that standard at all. No. Uh, you know, it, it just, it's it's just, I think, too, they're, to be fair to Spicer and Sanders, they're being asked to do a lot here. I mean, you know, for, you know, Sean Spicer didn't invent the idea he was going to walk out in front of his first day of the job and say, hey, that crowd was bigger than Obama's, when every picture shows the opposite. He didn't, he, it, well, that was not him doing that. That was right. him being forced to do it. He got put mm-hmm. in a really tough spot. Oh, look, did he deserve to be put in that tough spot? Yeah. You know what? He sat there and lied throughout the entire campaign. And then he, you know what? This is what happens when you're working for Donald Trump in a role like this. You just got to say anything. You have to say anything he asks you to say, or you get fired. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's not a good, uh, you know, that's not a good place to be. Uh, she says, trust your instincts, protect yourself. Good luck with that in that administration right now. Um, uh, be the most knowledgeable person in the room. That's, might not, uh, that's not going to happen. not going to be hard. But uh... <laughs> some of those rooms, I'll tell you that. It'll be easy. Uh, train new talent and then move uh, them on once they've mastered the job. Share the personal side of your life in your job. I don't want to care. I don't care where Sarah Huckabee no. Sanders is. No. No. Eating fried chicken with Are Dad we? and the other Huckabees. No, no. thanks. Oh, no. They're super healthy. Remember? Well, Huckabee was one of the one that was ta- wanted to tax people for fat like Oprah Winfrey and Hillary Clinton wanted to. You must not have seen pictures of the family. And you could say that because you're... Um, Oh, as another overweight human being. I mean, I, although I am athletically overweight, let's be clear. Uh, if you look at some of the, if you look at some of the uh, Huckabee uh, family members. They are not athletically overweight. They're in the Chris Christie. Uh, you really see a distinction between yourself and the Chris Christie, don't you? I was like, when none really exists. Well, he, he's achieved I a lot in politics. Not. Well, true. Is, you know, huh? Been, <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. Uh, never look at your Twitter mentions. Uh, uh, yes. Good idea. Yeah. Never do that. Um, become everyone's honest broker at the White House. This is oh. really good advice. Yeah, it um, is, but she's not going to follow it. Good luck with that. Follow it. So. But, I mean, you know, but there have been people who have been able to pull that off in the past. You know, people you can actually trust. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, that's a good, it's a good at least uh, goal. And take a moment to express gratitude every day when you walk into the West Wing. Oh, and uh, give yourself a break. Women are hard on themselves and have fun. Women are hard on themselves, Pat. Okay. I missed one. I did? Yeah, there's one at the end here that says, um, look more like me. <laughs> that would be good advice if that she could pull be, it off. But yeah, oh, that wait, that, wait that's, that's just written in. Oh, okay. That wasn't her. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote that in? Yeah, I must have. Okay. Uh, more Pat and Stu coming up in a minute. We'll be back. In- oh, I like that show. Yeah. A lot of people have said... It's Great. been said often, often. Greatest show ever done on television. I heard it's this type of ever show done. that just leaves after uh, the show and goes to Taco Bell. And yeah, comes back I've, heard, I've heard that too. I, I don't know if that's true, but I've heard it. We should see. Mm. Uh, so... We, we talked about this. This was coming, uh, right? This Coke Zero thing. Didn't we mention this yesterday? We Coke did. Zero yeah. Sugar. Furiated about it. Coke it's- Zero Sugar. It's a new soda, but it isn't actually uh, new. It's not? That's what this says. Its uh, ingredient list, down to the aspartame, is identical to that of old Coke Zero. Good. 
Well, then what, what are what? they doing? But Zero Sugar has something that neither Coke Zero nor Diet Coke have had before. The advantage of being a low-calorie drink without the stigma of the diet label. Wait, what? What? How? What? Why? So they changed nothing? And they're just... Well, it could be different percentages. So, so they're items. calling it Zero Sugar instead of just Zero. Yeah. Because right, Coke Zero was supposed to, There is a stigma around diet flavors. And the way this, this started was soda brands targeted diet sodas to women when they started. Yeah. Um, and then because they came so, became so associated with, with women, it was hard to get guys to drink them. Now, of course, uh, being very comfortable with my uh, sexuality and gender, I have crossed that bridge long, long ago. Um, but they started naming things like Coca-Cola Zero, for example, with Sprite Zero. Uh, Dr. Pepper 10 was another um, effort at this. Um, uh, is that still available? Yeah, I had it this morning. It, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They, okay. they, didn't, they don't advertise. Remember, they started with a big ad campaign, yeah. and I have not seen it advertised. Yeah, it was but, supposed to be for men. Yeah, yeah. that's how they did it. Um, they have um, a uh, Canada Dry, I think it is, Zero, um, which is pretty good. They have hmm. a, a, a Sun-Kissed Zero, which is... That's really good. My yeah, kids love that. That's yeah. for, I, I started Kissed 10, sorry, Sun-Kissed 10. They also have uh, Diet Sun-Kissed. But the point is that they are just trying to get people to, to buy it and so it doesn't feel like, you know, a diet soda. So instead, they try to zero is like, pure, there's nothing in it. Like, uh, you know, there's water has zero and everything. And like they try to make it seem like that, which is stupid. I mean, none of it makes any sense. It's all about them trying to convince you that it's okay to drink their drink. And, you know, it is. You should have, have to drink whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it's a it's a very strange idea that they're trying to do with zero sugar because zero already implies a zero sugar. Here's the thing, though, Stu. Mm-hmm. A number of recent studies in recent years. Oh God! Don't don't do it. <laughs> You're gonna love this, though. Not yes. established. Have Wait, have what? suggested. Wait. They haven't established, <laughs> but they have suggested <laughs> a link. A link. Between diet soda and disease, <laughs> yes. including stroke and dementia. So what do you Just got to say disease. about that, Stu? Just all okay. disease. Uh, uh, there's, they're suggesting. They're suggesting. A link. It's funny because, you know, it, well, most of this stuff, and we've talked about it before, I've done uh, lengthy uh, wonderful World of Stew, as well as uh, rants about it here, uh, about these studies. And, and what they typically do is they associate people who drink diet soda with any number of uh, ailments. Now, of course, the issue with these studies are people who drink diet soda are doing it for a reason. If you want, re- if you are in perfect shape and you want to drink a soda, you're probably just going to drink a regular soda. It's fat asses like me who go to diet soda in the first place. So, yes, we have worse health, health outcomes. It's not because of the diet soda. We went to the soda because of the bad health outcomes. That was one of the reasons we went there in the first place. And, and this is, you know, when they follow up with these studies and they, and they go deeper into it, they find this every single time over and over and over again that there's no discernible effect of these things at all. But it takes time. You know, so the first, you know, there was one, and it was unrelated to this. Um, it was another freaking product. What was it? And they came out. I can't remember what it was. It, you know, it was might have been the other way around. It was the maybe the coconut oil one was the more, one of the more re- recent ones, where there was one study that showed, hey, there's benefits to coconut oil. Um, and so, every media outlet says, wow, benefits to coconut oil. Coconut oil will save your life. And it goes far, far all the way to the. Um, 
uh, the fix it, the house people with a facial cream. It goes all the way to mm. that level where they're taking it so far out of context that mm-hmm. it's not even, even remotely close to what the study said. Then the follow-up study shows actually uh, coconut oil is just a bunch of fat. Uh, this is not a good thing for you to eat at all. It's actually almost 100% fat. It has no health benefits whatsoever. In fact, it's terrible for you because it's 100% fat. And we all should know that, but we didn't because one study of like nine people told us the opposite. Well, then they did larger studies. They find that there's no health benefit to coconut oil. I mean, which is not, doesn't mean you can't eat it if you like the taste of it. I know like some of it, the coconut butter taste, some of that stuff is really delicious. However, it's not good for you. Uh, and they find that out in the study that happens a year later that gets almost no media attention at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those studies aren't exciting because there's now been five more products that they've said, well, this will do it. This will be, this will cure every disease you have. Uh, it's really problematic. Look, and- you can babble all you want about this, but a number of recent studies have suggested though not a that, <laughs> that there that. is a link what? between diet soda and mm. disease. And so you can be over here <laughs> and yell and scream and stomp so your good. feet all you want. That doesn't change the fact. Now, this says here it's a rebranding of Coke Zero. You can rebrand it all you want. If you're going to keep it on the market and you can sell more, I wonder why you can tell the stupid people all, all you want. Well, they're saying, I guess, that they think zero sugar prom- promotes. So, it's selling better, they said, overseas. So they, they, they oh. had they selling it. There's, I, someone uh, tweeted me a thing today that said they're actually it's already on the market again. Yeah. called zero. And, and I believe that they, I believe that they did. There was a. a a YouTube video study or something. I mean, and I say that because that's the way it was promoted as a YouTube video study. But it was, people didn't know what the zero meant. I mean, so it was zero yeah. sugar meant people understood it better. Yeah, it was it just, could be and that, yet people are buying it like crazy. I know. Aren't it's they? It's pretty successful. Yes, it's definitely their, you know, second, outside of Diet Coke, it's the best diet success story they've ever had. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And, you know, I, I like it certainly a lot more than Diet Coke, um, even yes. though I... No, no offense to Diet Coke, I like that as well. I should not pull that off the market either. Um, but uh, they, um, this, is, this is essentially the reasoning for this. Um, there's been a general cultural shift away from explicit diet products like th- th- Slim Fast and Lean Cuisine mm. in favor of less mm-hmm. processed whole food options. Uh, to me, I think that's actually a terrible thing. Um, <laughs> I uh, straight out think it's crap. Because the whole food thing is, you know, oh, well, look, how many times, I can't tell you how many people who are like, I can't lose any weight, and I'm doing everything they say on the food blogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you are, you are. You're eating coconut butter combined with thick Greek yogurt with a spoonful of peanut butter, and you're adding a few seeds, and you think you're going to lose weight. It's not going <laughs> to happen. That's not how it works. Flaxseed doesn't do anything. I hate to break this to you. <laughs> I hate to have that broken. I'm a big flax seed you are user. Fla- you, well, you're, you're flax and chia. I can't tell you which seed you're going to like on a particular day. <laughs> does he like flax seed more or does he like chia seeds more? Well, there was another, I don't know. It's close. It's close. I will tell you that. When uh, SlimFast was so huge starting, there was another product, another powder product that they pulled off the shelf real fast. It was the first ones that you used to be able to put in the freezer and make. Uh, it was a diet, a diet <laughs> yeah. powder that you could make it into. It's ice cream. You know, the freezer stuff, and it had yeah. some, ah, I got it. It was yeah, so it good. Up. It wasn't the one. It uh, was so good. It wasn't Jeff Fisher here for no, Body Solutions. No, it was not Body Solutions. It that was, was a it great was product. It was pre-Body Solutions. I will say the greatest product of all time. Body the, Solutions. The Jeff, is, I mean, well, hello. the Body Solutions stuff, you had a real success with them for a while. Uh, but the, the one I loved the most was the flavor spray. 
<laughs> they, I, it lasted for like two weeks, but Jeffy was doing was talking about this one product, and it was like when you want to eat, like if you want to yeah. eat candy or something, mm-hmm. or, or they, just put yeah. a flavor spray into your mouth, and it'll like, like a chocolate. You give yourself spray. the taste of it. Yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. you won't actually be eating anything. I mean, how good did it work? Great. I mean, look at you. Look today. at you now. I mean, look at you. Body solutions. So yeah. Lose weight while you sleep. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't think it's on the market Lose anymore. weight while you sleep, Lose my friend. Lose weight while you sleep. Jeff Fisher here for body solutions. Did you guys realize that bottled water outsold soft drinks last year? Yeah, I first see that. time it, in history. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it definitely is. That's really wow. happening. And it's a terrible. It's a terrible wow. Bottle. I know um, we we buy a water. So. Water's awful. All right, we also have a movie trailer here. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> just, just, just simmer on that water is yeah. awful commentary. Just and let's watch and a movie. Simmer on that. And let's watch a movie. It's uh, People drown in it. No one drowns in soda. People, people drown in water. People lose expensive jewelry in it. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're say, oh, I dropped my $150,000 earring in a Coke Zero. Never. <laughs> Thank you. Just okay. like, just shut up and let me play this trailer. <laughs> All right, fine. Here it is. Brad's status. Troy, you ten minutes. I just gotta put on my clothes. You have like the body of a man now. Hey, Dad, can you not be weird? Okay. Can you close my door. Yeah. Can you close the door? Yeah. Going off to find your college. It's not this special. We're fully booked tonight. How about that one? It's not available. Oh, looks like it's available. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Drifted back to college. So many friends have become successful. Craig Fisher worked for the White House. Jason Hatfield had his own hedge fund. Billy Worcester sold his tech company at 40. What do I have? I work for a nonprofit. I have nothing to show for it. Somebody asked about you. You know, whatever happened to you. Where's Brad? I remember that guy, Brad. Be happy. Be you. present. All right. I love you. These are competitive schools, Troy. Just try not to put too much pressure on yourself. My counselor thinks that I'll get into pretty much everywhere I apply. The kid's going to Harvard. They'll jinx me, dude. My son is a, a very talented musician. Also composes his own music, so. Wonderful. I'm pretty sure Harvard is uh, going to be in the running. Oh, you think Harvard's got a chance? And suddenly my thoughts darkened. Troy could easily end up struggling like me. This is Harvard. Even geniuses get rejected. We need to do everything we can. Yeah. I'm about to go at my interview. Do you really need to be jumping all over me right now? You're nuts. I sound jaded. I started out as idealistic as any of your friends over there. You're 50 years old and you still think that the world was made for you. Oh, I'm 47. <laughs> Sometimes I worry that people think of me as a failure. Oh, that's right. You have your little thing. Oh, that is a cool thing that you do. That is good stuff. The guy was in Twilight. We <laughs> <laughs> have to <laughs> The only person who's thinking about you is me. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how we made this kid and now he's this brilliant, amazing person? I'm proud of you. Dad, are you having some kind of nervous breakdown or something? Ah, that looks pretty good. That looks uh, really good. Brad's status sounds like a stupid movie, but the mm-hmm. <laughs> trailer actually saved it. Yeah. So it looks really good. That's why so I'm speaking folks. of uh, uh, the person that was in the movie of Twilight, have you made it through all, all the five. entire... All five, my friends. Can you rank them for us, please? Oh, wow. That would be difficult because they're all so, so 
you know. We know they're all so. in the A to A plus range. But oh. what? what uh, how would you write them? A doesn't even. It's it's not a strong enough letter to really express how good these movies are. Okay, can you just put them in order of of if I if I were to watch just one, which mm-hmm. one should I watch? Three. Three? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just saying a random number. <laughs> that was just you saying the number in the middle. That's all that happened. That's, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Because there's no reason to watch any of them. Any of them. But, no, what? There was, but there was a reason there for you to watch five reason. of them. Well, there was week. a reason, yes. What was the reason My wife that? wanted to, and uh, so I went along with it. And uh, now I've got all kinds of cannon fodder for any movie I ever want to see. So... So uh, let me tell you a little uh, a little number coming out this weekend. It's called Atomic Blonde. <laughs> I mean, this is the time to utilize it. You watch five in a week. I know, right? I think you're just like, you know what? You just roll right into that theater, front row, <laughs> 70 millimeter HD. Yep. And just be like, you're yep. and you know what? Not only am I going, you're coming with me. <laughs> yeah. I watched five Twilight movies this week. We're having a little frozen hot chocolate, and we're going to enjoy this damn exactly movie. Right. Yes. Sit down. Exactly right. More Pat and Stu coming up in a sec. We got uh, spoons. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, new flavor of Twinkies on the way. We had that yesterday. The day uh, a few days ago. Yeah, I brought three kinds in, so we have three different days. Of three Twinkies. kinds? Yes. Well, not today. Okay, so there today. was cotton candy. Yep. Uh, red, white, and blue today, and I think chocolate peanut butter another day. Welcome to Spoons, uh, the segment in which America tunes in to see if we can actually physically gain weight on television. And the, the answer, answer is, yes. is yes. The answer is, is yes. 100%. It is yes. Is yes. 100%. I would say right now we are basically uh, Taylor Loeffner with the exception of spoon segments. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you just took spoon yeah. segments, if you could find uh-huh. a way to delete the food we've eaten on this segment, we would look like Taylor Locker. <laughs> yes. um, today is a new kind of Twinkies. we got three kinds of Twinkies. This is number two that we're trying. All right. It's called red, white, and blue Twinkies. Now, it's if you look Twinkie at... Twinkie Week. Uh, the filling is red, white... No, the, the I would specs. Say, there's just red, white, and blue specs like all a over flag? Yeah, this, or? I would say, appears to be... Uh, like a confetti type of cake uh, situation, which basically means there's red, white, and blue sprinkles in the normal Twinkie. Okay. That's what I would and say. And then the appears. filling is just the white stuff, because you can see the injection points right there, mm-hmm. and it's just a white filling. So let's see. Pat is uh, trying. Jeffy uh, trying mm-hmm. some as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. This is off of the stew. Uh, you need to butch up. Just have mm-hmm. some. I, you know, I actually bought these, too. And I, 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 that's how much I love, I love you, Jeffy. I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to buy these Twinkies, even though I know I can't eat them. Jeffy, are you tasting any red, white, blue specks? I'm, I'm tasting nope. no difference there at all. I mean, it just tastes like a, it tastes like a normal Twinkie. So this is like one of those things where they just, like, for example, um, uh, they, the water in Chicago, they color green for St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. It's the same water. Fourth of July. Right? Is this the same thing here? They're putting a little specks in there to give you a little Fourth of July flavor. Yep. But in real, not, and I shouldn't use flavor. Just yeah. color. Uh, color. Just a look. Spirit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can put some, you know, you put some of these out on the table, give them to your kids. I'll give that a six. Six out of 18? Mm-hmm. So you just don't like Twinkies generally? Not that much, no. These actually are... 
And these actually aren't as good as the cotton candy ones. No, they're not. Oh, they're nowhere near as good as the cotton candy. Because they're just normal Twinkies. Yeah. And I gave not... the cotton candy a nine, I think, didn't I? Yeah, so, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, so you're saying a, a nor if, I were, if we were to do a taste test of a normal Twinkie, you'd give it a six out of 18? Yeah. You're just not a fan. No. Me Jeffy, you, well, you know, considering it's very processed. I don't and, like these Twinkies much either, but, I mean, it's here, so you might as well just eat it. <laughs> yeah, that's your second okay. one, though. We well, need something to enjoy, though, while we eat this. I'm oh, thinking yeah. of, like, a, I don't know, a movie trailer. We've I heard there was something trailers, new though. out. We've already played two movie trailers. Probably right, not at the out, the, out this weekend. There's something brand new hmm. that we haven't heard of. Um, at least I hadn't heard of it, and I, I, I was kind of curious because okay. the name was really weird. It was oh, like is this a science movie? Is this a science movie? Yes. Yeah, it's a science okay. movie. This is about physics. Okay. Uh, should we show it? I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and, um, all right, let's see what it is. Someone set me up. What is from the inside? <laughs> Somebody set her up, Stu, from, from the inside. Is this the documentary we've been talking about? Uh huh. There's a double agent hunting our operatives in Berlin. A double agent hunting our operatives. Find out who did this. Remember, trust no one. Don't trust people. Oh, 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 don't hit now. No hitting and kicking. No hitting and kicking. Your no roughhousing. Even Percival. Ah! So what was your first impression? Disastrous. Berlin has its own set of rules. Plus, every locality has its own set of rules. You said Grand Hornets. Why I love that life. Then you knew that, didn't you? Do not get, I told you not to get behind her. Told you, dude. Fasten your seatbelt. The clock is ticking. A new action icon is born. I'm impressed. Bigger boulder. Kicks people with mini skirts on. Visually sumptuous. Whatever you do, you do not want her to pull up her turtle. No, because no. a butt kicking is coming. Since cinema's August 3rd, apparently. I don't know why we haven't no, heard about it until now. By the way, that is not accurate. That is, the I believe, the Australian no, it's in, release. It's in cinemas tonight. Tonight. It actually starts, you know, the 7 and 10 o'clock showings or whatever. What time is your tonight. What time is your? Uh, I'll be going on Saturday night. Uh, I have it scheduled on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. hmm. Now, initially, I was going to go probably by myself. Um, because uh, a don't have any friends. Um, I mean, I would have. I was gonna go by myself. Um, I mean, I was. Yeah, by myself, by choice. All you have to do is uh, say hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you live, you live uh, in the, the other other direction. Like you're. But I mean, we. Pretty far away from where I am, so. Um, <laughs> There's no way you could meet in the middle at a theater or something. It's way. Yeah, I mean, you know, right? Just, you couldn't. Well, they don't actually. Uh, no, they don't have. Uh, no theaters between the two of you? No, I don't uh, think so. Seems like there I, are. I didn't look into it, hmm. uh, but I, well, I would say no. <laughs> um, All but, right. Uh, but uh, so, anyway, seeing it Saturday night, very excited uh, to see that film. I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. <laughs> I, re I will say. <laughs> can't wait to hear. It sort of started as a bit. I am really pumped to see this movie now. Like, I feel like it's, I mean, it looks, 
A is it very does much look down good. my alley. I mean, it's obviously, Charlie's Theron's in it. But, but since it, it starts looks good. To, since it starts tonight, good. and then there's going to be all day tomorrow, you're going to have all kinds of reviews, and it's going to be. Oh, I'll be off social media as soon as I sign off here today. I don't want to see any words about it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be. Oof. I mean, yeah. what, what, they might ruin it. They might say that she gets in fights and looks hot. And then I'll, then I'll know the whole and plot. Then, yeah, the whole thing is I don't want that to blown at that point. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. We also have the you know the Glenn segment coming up here in a second, which is uh, uh, it's interesting. That's what it is. And you're gonna want to hang out for that because oh, good, it's coming up. In a, I'm a big fan of that segment. Minute or two here. I was just looking. There's a couple of theaters right in between. No. I don't. Hi, hi, uh, Pat Stewart. Oh, hi, Pat. One of the stories we've talked about a lot uh, this week was the uh, the metal detectors in the Middle East. Uh, Israel didn't remove them, even though the violence was increasing dramatically. Yeah. I mean, we, we get rid of the metal detectors Crazy. and everyone will leave you alone. Uh, <laughs> a bizarre take. And uh, on Think Tank uh, last night, uh, Glenn and the experts uh, talked about it. Let's watch. We're going to look something like this. I'm going to give a quick lesson on what the... Um, the, what we see in every single airport, uh, the magnetometers, the, the uh, what do you call them? Uh, Mag- metal detectors. Metal detectors. <laughs> the metal detectors that are now being used in um, Israel at the Temple Mount and why they're being used and why this is causing global trouble everywhere. This is why we had yesterday the the imam in California say, you've got to go, all Muslims need to go kill all Jews everywhere in the world because of this. And as you will see, there's something not right here. Um, this, is, this is the old city of Jerusalem. And here is the Temple Mount. This is the Dome of the Rock. And the um, Al-Aqsa uh, Temple is, or mosque is right there. It's a really old mosque. If you were with me in Israel or you ever watched our Restoring Courage, it happened right here. Here are the steps where Jesus uh, taught. This is right where Jesus turned over the tables. Uh, And this is what used to be called the Wailing Wall. Now it's just the Western Wall. It was called the Wailing Wall when the um, um, Muslims had absolutely everything and you would you would come and you would wail um, uh, at the loss of Israel now Israel since 1968 has everything there's a ramp that goes up here um, out there and uh, Israel owns all of it but they did not in 1968 take the Temple Mount because they felt it was too sacred so the Muslims still have the Dome of the Rock, and the Temple Mount. Jews are not really welcome there. In fact, it is so volatile. If you are, uh, if you are a Christian or a Jew, there's like this little bridge and a door up halfway up of the wall that you have to cross into and you can come in. I was told the first time I was there, I could only come in between 6 and 6.30 in the morning before anyone was there. Every time I have traveled there officially, I have been asked by the government not to go onto the Temple Mount because my presence could cause a riot. 
that actually made me feel good. <laughs> Here's what happened. There are all kinds of, uh, there's all kinds of entrances. How many are there, Jason? 12? 11. 11. There's entrances here for the Muslims to come in and come on to uh, the Temple Mount themselves. They'll go into the Dome of the Rock, but also here. When I was in Israel the first time, here at the Western Wall, there was a crowd of people, Muslims, up above, because you are looking right straight down, and they will take giant stones and push them onto the heads of the Jews that are praying here. On July 14th, there were two police officers, they were Israeli police officers, and they were up here trying to keep the peace, and they were standing up here. What happened is guys came in with machine guns and shot the two Israeli police officers. This happens all the time. These police officers are only here to stop people from either shooting down into this square or dropping rocks onto the people below. They're just trying to keep the peace. Muslims went crazy and said, you are trying to keep us out of the temple, etc., etc." No, we're just trying to make sure that you're not bringing machine guns onto the temple mount. That apparently was too much. So in direct response to this, what happened last Friday? So a 19-year-old kid posted on Facebook that he was tired of the Jewish occupation and stuff like that, decided to sneak into a Jewish community over the wall, walked into a family of 10, uh, their home, and began stabbing people to death. He managed to kill three and wound one. Um, he was shot by an IDF member who just happened to be their next door neighbor through the window two or three times. He did not die. He was sent to prison, or, uh, sent to the hospital and released. He is now facing a 30 plus year sentence. Okay, so he went in, he did a ritual bath right outside of the house. He yes. climbed the fence, the alarms went off. He said in his post, I only have a knife. Where are the others who had guns to use only at weddings? I asked my family to forgive me. I know I will not return, but I will go to heaven. He said, put the martyr's ribbon on my, on my grave. He was going specifically for this. Climbs over a fence, trips an alarm. He goes and he ritually washes himself because he's preparing to go meet Allah. This family was coming together for Shabbat dinner, for, for the Sabbath dinner, and they're also celebrating the birth of their baby grandson that day. Mm -hmm. Mom, as dad, is fighting off this kid. Dad is killed, others are killed. Mom manages to put the rest of her five children into a room, locks it, bars it, and really just, if it wasn't for the neighbor mm -hmm. who happened to be IDF, who was looking through the window, I read your story really well written. Thank you. Looking through the window, says I know exactly what's going on there, shoots him through the window, he's fine, but he's receiving Israeli medical treatment. Yes. And Israeli protection. And our money. Yes. Explain how he's getting our money. Okay, so the Palestinian Authority basically has a standing order that if you kill Muslims, you will be paid for it. Kill Jews. Uh, I'm sorry, Jews, I'm sorry. Uh, if you kill Jews, you will be paid for it. The pay, they actually have a pay scale, and I went and looked at the, uh, the finance ministry's documents from the Palestinian Authority. Uh, you all basically get $1,000 a Jew. 
that you kill. Uh, they kind of base that off of how many years you're going to spend in prison. If you, Israel gives you about a decade a person that you kill. Uh, not only is he going to get $3,000 a month for the rest of his life, when he gets out of prison, he will be rewarded, and this is mandated, you are guaranteed a position within the Palestinian Authority government. He has achieved the highest position you can get. As he will be given a ministry position. And we are funding it because we give aid to the Palestinian Authority every year. Last year we gave over a million dollars straight to the government. They treat terrorists who kill Jews as government employees along the same lines as their military and civil service uh, members. And uh, by the way, their civil servants get paid far less than terrorists. So here's what I want you to know. Again, let's go back to the riot that has started all this and started it in California. That's what that uh, imam was talking about in California. Kill all the Jews even in America. Because of this, something's not right. Because this makes common sense. The Israeli police have always been there. There is a record of riots. There is a record of throwing stones and shooting down into the Jews here. They bring in guns. They're shot. You want metal detectors. That's all they're asking for, Medic, medical, or, uh, metal detectors. The Muslims riot all over the world, kill Israelis. And what does Israel do? Well, since they're once again painted as the bad guy, they cave. And now they say they're just going to put cameras here. But that doesn't stop the Muslims either. The Muslims still say that is offensive to Muslims. Uh, and you are now just trying to track all of us as we go in. We would never stand for it. Well, the us of 15 years ago would never have stood for this. Why do we expect Israel to rise to a standard that is this ridiculous while Muslims are getting paid with U.S. money to kill on celebrations of their God and their new grandchildren?